Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we have the most awesome, awesome guest today. Really good friend of mine. Well, we got Sean in here, obviously. Sean's in the studio. We got a really good friend of mine, Sheriff Carmine Marcino. Sheriff, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me, Tim and Sean. Sean, it's an honor to be here with you, buddy. I love it. Same here. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun time. So, this is this is like a real privilege to have the sheriff of Lee County with us and, and Sean in the studio and getting us all together because we've been friends for how long have we all been friends for? Decades. Long, long Decades. I know for me it's been I think 21 years at least. Yep. And then I know you've known Carmine probably just the same. Yeah. So it's been been a you long time. And none of us have ever changed. I love it. None no, it. no, I can say that. No. I can definitely, definitely I say it. it. So what do you, first off, Sheriff, what do you think about the studio? Did you kind of like it, you know how what? it's kind of set up? I got it. It's, it's an amazing vibe in here. First of all, it's beautiful. Uh, the decor is amazing. You come in here, you can immediately feel the energy, especially when you see Sean McGrell here. I mean, forget <laughs> about it. It's, it's on. <laughs> with, with Sean on here, Sean brings like just such a good, good light. Look at him over there. He's wanting to try to like. I wasn't planning on coming in here. but Some things. I, or best not planned. That and most it. importantly, let me tell you, no matter what's happening in your day, and Tim, you know this, you served for decades. We're in the business of what happens next. But no matter what happens in your day, when you see Sean McGraw, you just feel better. You smile. <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean is like that guy that just makes everybody, like, happy. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. This is crazy. Hey. I, I mean... Thank you very much. No, hey, listen, your call for service, Deputy. Remember, That's Deputy right. McGrail in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what's good about it is, is when we get all together, we can kind of talk and we can just, you know, discuss some of the things and just and go, go forth, have a good time. What I love about this, it's not rehearsed. It's open, real dialogue. Right. You know, common sense isn't common today, but we have open, real dialogue, and I love it. Yeah. No, it's been good. And, and Sheriff, I think first off, what I really want to talk about is, is you know, over the last couple of weeks, uh, three weeks, you guys have had, have gotten hit really hard with, with COVID-19. Uh, you've had three deaths and a couple of people that are, you know, in, in, in hospital now. Can you just fill us in about, you know, what that's like? And that's got to be like the hardest part of your job, being uh, a sheriff. I'll tell you, uh, first and foremost, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with the families. And uh, I will tell you, you know me, I think of my family members in the agency as family. Uh, it's been tremendously difficult. I mean, we got crushed in the last couple weeks. I'm going on my third funeral service this Saturday. Uh, it, there's just no words that can describe what it feels like. And I was talking about it yesterday with the undersheriff, John Holloway, and I said, John, you'll never know uh, the feeling that I had. It was a crushing feeling when I walked over, taps are playing, helicopters are flying by, and I give this folded flag to his wife, and there's a 10-month-old sitting there. And she just looks at me, and it's just there's no words that I can say to change what's taking place. And most importantly, it hurts me to just sit there and be a part of that, and, and you just you have no control over it. And you know, we do everything we can to protect our family members. And most importantly to understand is that the majority of, of the public 
They can pick and choose where they go. They don't have to go into a building. They don't have to go to a party. Uh, you know, they can, they definitely can choose what they got to do, but we're in the business of what happens next. And with that, when we get that call, we have to go. And here we are, you know, three heroes uh, in this agency. Uh, the last kid was, and he's a kid, he's 29 years old, Tim, it breaks my heart. Call for service. He's, you know, he's working for Lee County Sheriff's Office and he contracts COVID. Uh, he is a healthy kid with the rest of his life ahead of him. And now, you know, may he rest in peace, Sergeant Diaz. You know, he was promoted to sergeant yesterday. Yeah, that's an unbelievable nice. thing that you do. Yeah, it was very nice at the funeral when you did that and promoted him. And it, it hurt. After. Yeah. It hurt. There's, I don't fear anything. And those of you that know me, I, I let it go. I say what I have to say. But the only fear I do have is to ever give a speech over a casket or a coffin that one of my family members is in. It's just there's no words to describe it. It, I was crushed. Yeah, Sheriff. And, and I think the, the thing that's got me really concerned, obviously, being in that in that field as well, but the thing that's got me concerned is, you know, 29 years old, healthy, you know, this stuff is really hitting home. I mean, I've got a, I've got a lot of friends in the same situation. I know you do, Sean. And I mean, you're the first round, the first round, it was kind of like, hey, it was it was serious. But it seemed like there were some underlying issues. This case is, is, and you know, is different. These cases are different. You never want to see someone lose their life, ever. But when you look at someone that's much more elderly uh, and has some medical issues, again, you don't want them to ever lose their life. But sometimes you look at it and you say, okay, well, maybe there were other things. Uh, and, you know, they were really up in their age. When you see a 29-year-old who's healthy, okay, contract COVID and die, that's a really, I mean, that's just... It's a horrific event, and, and it makes you think this can take this invis invisible killer can take anybody out. I think when you try or you shoot for your position as sheriff, I think in your mind you're you know you're putting yourself there as a sheriff, but to come and do these type of things, I don't think you can ever prepare yourself for what you've had to do over the last couple of weeks. There's there's no words, uh, and I was talking to a retired fire chief on the way here. There's and he and I were, were talking yesterday at the service. There's no words that can express what you feel as the sheriff. And you're looking at, you know, 16, 1,700 people in your agency, and they're all lined up. And you look over and you say, have I done everything I can possible to protect everyone here? Is there anything I could do differently? And when the answer is you believe it's no in your heart, you believe you've done everything you can, and you're still losing members, I mean, there's just no other. That's the worst day ever. It really is. And it's crushing. Yeah. No, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. You know, to kind of get off that subject, because, you know, we hit that there, you know, it's constantly reminding people just, you know, hey, listen, we got to take care of ourselves, take care of each other. It's important. You know, and I think politics kind of goes out the window. We need to make sure that happens. You know, we we had a discussion prior to this that, you know, let's let's just take care of each other, whatever we got to do to to make that happen. I think that's that's real important. Um, let me just jump to a little next part, I guess, is, is, is very important. You know, been in law enforcement for a lot of years. I'm kind of on the outside looking in, but I have a little bit of. Does this no. mean, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Does this mean you're coming to Lee County and working with me? <laughs> That's very I mean, important. Got, That's, a no. That's a question we're going to ask. Okay. <laughs> I have to retire. You, you got know, more years. You retired. got more years, Tim. Yeah, it's retired, you know? So looking in, I mean, God bless, man, you. You guys are like killing it up there. This technology stuff you guys are doing, you guys are putting people in jail. I, I saw your uh, arrest the other day faster than, you know, you can get a pizza delivered. It's amazing. This technology is incredible. Can you like just give us a little so, bit of what you're doing? So the most important thing is I always focus on two things. One is guns and drugs off the streets. When you take guns off the streets, you take drugs off the streets, 
The world's a better place. People rob, kill, and steal for guns and drugs. But listen, it's not only that. Utilizing the latest and greatest technology has really been a game changer for us. Okay, we have my staff, the men and women of the sheriff's office are amongst the best. They're amazing. And we have people that come to work every day, dedicated, hard charging in areas where they just are, they're, they're off the charts. And, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate them. So taking that technology and utilizing that, the real-time information center, you know, being able to have license plate recognition in areas and intersections so that when a crime is hap when it happens, we need to track that vehicle down. Our analysts are all under one roof. And the other day was a prime example. Here we are. We had an unfortunate homicide. 41 minutes later, he's in custody. And my message is clear. My message is clear. Listen, you commit a violent crime. You commit a crime in Lee County. You're going to jail. It's not if, it's when. In this case, 41 minutes. So I tell everybody, hey, to bring it back to reality, you can't get a pizza in 41 minutes, but we'll solve the homicide in 41 minutes. And you know what? That's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that uh, real-time information center is off the charts. I'm waiting to get up there to see it. it, it, it deputy, incredible. you have free access here, okay? <laughs> and, uh, but most importantly, let me tell you, people from all over the country are coming in, and they want to see what we've done and what works for us, and they're, they're starting to construct their own real-time crime center which is great. I mean, listen, the more we communicate as not just an agency, but as a law enforcement community, okay, the better we are. Criminals have no boundaries. So the more we work together as a family, no matter what color the patch or uniform is, we're in a better place all around. Look, we have the biggest gang in the world. It's called law enforcement. We win. Amen. Amen. That's good. So in schools too, schools seem to be a big safety thing. What <clears throat> technology you guys are doing in the schools? So what's all, and that's a great question. So Last year, we were recognized uh, in the state of Florida. We won the, the number one school resource officer program in the state of Florida. The men and women of the, the school resource officers are amazing, and, and they train. We train over 120 hours in, in active shooter and all the different trainings that we need to make certain. We have 100,000 kids that go to school, 6,000 bus stops, over 123 schools. It's a big operation. Tim, I mean, you ran school resource officers, uh, the SROs, for many years. You know. And how many awards did you get? We got a couple local ones, you know, but no. Tim, Tim was off the chart and I'll tell you this, but you realize, you know, people think two things. One is they think when you go to the schools that you're retired on the job, that's not the case. When things happen, you're seeing things in the schools that you don't even see on the road. I mean, you have to look up these statutes and we have detectives assigned to our school that do a great job. And uh, I'm very pleased. I mean, our children are going to go to school to learn and they're going to be safe. That's one of my top priorities. So, We've done great things. And having that real-time crime center, we're able with a button to get into every school right now, real-time. So God forbid of an event, we can go in that school with the press of a fingertip and we see exactly where that person is and we can go in and we can take care of business. And that we will. That we will. Yeah, Sheriff. And, and you know, I've there several times and had the opportunity to kind of take some of your stuff back to our agency at the Sheriff's Office at Collier County. And the stuff that you guys have is incredible. I know you have drone packages. You have, we just picked I mean, up the, the latest drone, Tim. Yeah. It can fly 18.6 miles away from its target and has all the capabilities of a helicopter. Okay. It's unbelievable what we're doing. We have a drone that's the size of my thumb that can go through hurricane winds and we can deploy that in houses when we go that's in amazing. with SWAT. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I did the drone thing. I got my, my license to fly the drones, but the way the technology is, has come and, and the infrared, when you're searching for people, they, they're able to track people down. They're able to find people that get uh, lost. It's amazing. Our electronic surveillance unit does a 
an amazing job. Our detectives in that unit are out there every day training on the new drones, how to deploy them. Just over the holiday weekend, I was in the real-time crime center on a Sunday, and I was watching the drone show me everything on the beach, all the bridges, and, I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, no, that's it's, it's amazing. You know, one thing I really take a lot, of, a lot of pride in, we've known each other for a long time, but how you're able to motivate your agency. You're able to lead. Um, I think people love working for you. Um, obviously, we can't please everybody, right? But I think the, the majority of folks really do that. With You know, we have COVID-19, we have low staffing, budgets, things like that. What do you do that really makes you different and be able to lead and get everybody going the right direction? I think a couple things. One, not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that. Too, not but. sleep. Uh, and and the, the biggest thing is, and, and I think, Tim, and I have to compliment you, you know, I think all along the years that I've known you and I've watched you climb the ranks and, and you've earned it all along the way. Thank you. You've never changed. You've never changed. You've always been that caring, good guy, whether you were a sergeant or you were the chief of department. And that's a big deal. A lot of people forget. For me, I want to, I mean, they yell at me because I want to go out there, answer calls. I want to be with the guys. And, and the men and women of the sheriff's office, they're family to me. Whether they change the wastebasket at headquarters or they're a chief, I think of them the same. I truly care. And that's, that's not political. You know me. I say things the way they are, and that probably gets me in more trouble than not. But I will tell you, uh, the way I think they're motivated, is, and there's a couple things, is that, one, you recognize talent. You recognize talent. A lot of people are afraid. You know, I always want to be the least smart in the room. Right. I want to surround myself with people that are smarter, and I want to learn from them. I don't care bars, stars, trapezoids. It doesn't make you the smartest person in the room. Learn from the people you're with, but most importantly, put those people in the positions where their knowledge goes into it. They know what they want. They love what they do. So I don't have to be the helicopter pilot. I just want one. I want yeah. the best one. Round peg, round hole. Absolutely. And too many times we see people from the unique supervisors. You know, you know when I went to the FBI Academy, I learned from some of the best. I really did. I was very privileged, like you. You went, you attended, you know what it's like. You attend, you yeah, get it's some awesome. of the, it's, it's the top the, kind of law enforcement. The experience enforcement. is unbelievable. Absolutely. But the people that taught me more than that are the unique supervisors along the way. The people that, that I learned from the, of the things that I didn't want to do. You know, they treat you poorly because maybe they look at you as a threat. For me, I'm not threatened by somebody's knowledge. I embrace it. I promote it. And put them in places where they can utilize it. And I think that's a, that's a major difference for me. And again, being regular, you know, I mean, you've never changed. Sean, you've never changed. I've never changed. We've never changed along the way. And I think oftentimes, sometimes people do. So for me, you know, hey, I'll put a tactical vest on and I'll answer calls for service on Fort Myers Beach. Yeah, and no, that's, I love it. And, and, I, and I see that. And it goes back to Sean, too, because I, I remember Sean you know, worked in a large company, owned a large company in town. And this guy is out in the back in the warehouse, helping people, making sure that, that everything gets accomplished, the day goes good. And ultimately the goal is to work as a team to get the job done. And I've never seen an agency come together quite like his business and, and your agency. You it's know, a big compliment to you. Uh, thank you. It means so much to me because you know both sides of the coin, both of you. There's no I in team. There is no I in team, and I say it all the time, but we are a great team. You know, I remember when Sean had, uh, had his business, and they had a, an incident there. You know, I got up in the morning, and I called him. <laughs> 6 a.m., you're the first one to call me. <laughs> I said, Sean, where do I got to go? Who took care of it? I listened. I got to take care of business. Let's go. Let's rock and roll, you Let's know. And Sean left. Who burned it. 
I'm up in Lee <laughs> County, but I'm on my way. I'm on, I'm my, on way. my way. License sirens. That's the friendship. There'll be yeah. another complaint on it, but that's okay. We'll keep running, you know? That's friendship. That's well, friendship. One thing, the friendship, too, is this loyalty. And loyalty, to me, has always been what I've admired both of you guys about because you're incredibly loyal, not only to your friends, to your friends like us, but you're loyal to your people. And that, to me, is something I've always, always admired about both of you, either in Collier or in Lee. So, so talk to me a little about you. I appreciate that. And I'll tell you, I learned a lot from both of you. Sean, for when I came to visit you at, at your business, you walked around and you gave me a tour. And everywhere you went, you knew who they were, what they were doing, how they did it, their name, their family. So I think really, uh, you know, as a leader, as a CEO of a company, which you, which you are and were at that point in time, Walking around with you and watching you interact. Vice president. That's, a, that's okay. For me, you're CEO. Um, <laughs> CEO, forget about it. And you uh, owned it. You owned it. You owned the establishment. One of the partners. Yeah. That's right. But when you walk around and people look at you as a, as a leader, as an owner, as, quote, vice president, but CEO, they love who boss. they see. And, and you're an awesome guy. And that's what motivates people. When they know their boss has their back and is willing to work with them no matter what it takes, and with is the key word, that's when you're really, you know, you judge a, a business or, or, or the sheriff's office. How does it run when you're there? Well, you really want to judge it how it runs when you're not there. Absolutely. And Tim, you've, to, your, to your respect, I've, I've watched you in thousands of interactions, and I have. I've watched how you come into a substation during a roll call as a chief, okay? But you're one of the guys. And you know what? I'll never forget those cases. All the different times that I watch you walk in. Here's a chief of department walking in, and he's rubbing elbows with the troops, joking with the troops, telling them all the different things, how he has their back. That's called success. It really is. Yeah, and it makes you feel good. One thing, and I know Sean and I talk about this a lot. One thing that really sticks out, I've, I've probably watched, I don't know, probably a hundred of your press conferences. And... Every single time you always mention your folks that are with you and it's your family. Explain that. Why is that important? I mean, it goes in line with what we were talking about, but you, you do, you really, that's your family. Well, they are family to me. And I'll tell you, uh, under Sheriff Holloway probably, uh, gets a little nervous when I speak at the press conferences because I say things that <laughs> I say things that are, are probably a little bit real and a little off the chart, but there's no other way for me. I'm not changing ever. Um, but I will tell you, that I do think of them as my family members. And the reason I stand there and I deliver the news of a homicide arrest in 41 minutes, the reason we're doing great things, it's way beyond me. I'm just the sheriff that's announcing that, and I'm the face of the agency. But the men and women of the sheriff's office, they work so hard every day, risk their own lives, dedicated service to others before self. And that's why I always say my success is really my family members and vice versa. So uh, it's really heartfelt. If there's, God forbid, an officer involved shooting, I don't care what time, day or night, I'm going there. Uh, any incident, I'm going to be there because they are family to me. And the more we treat people like family, the, the better the, the work environment and people love coming to work, you know. And, of course, you can have certain people that are unfortunately unhappy most times no matter what you do. But, you know, there's, those are the people that if you, you walked on water, they say you can't swim. And that's yeah. just it. And that's, they're not going to dictate what we do or how we do it. No, that's, that's all, all real good stuff. Now, we know, I know firsthand that you are a huge, huge animal lover. <laughs> I've been to your, home, your house many times. <laughs> I've had many and stories. It, oh, and God. you ignore the shit out of me. And then the dogs, you're petting a dog. And, you know, it's crazy. Well, a dog walks <laughs> in the room, it's over, you know. So, but the reality is 
you really do have a passion for animals. You've done so much with bringing, you know, the animals to your agency, bringing them to the community, highlighting them. How, how do you do that? And, and why is it important? And how do you mesh them? So before I was the sheriff, I've always been an animal lover. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, I've, I love, love animals, love dogs. And I just, when I got to Lee County, I, I, I kind of, there were reports coming through of people abusing dogs and neglecting dogs. And it was infuriating to me. And I always say to myself, I want to do everything I can to make a difference. You know, it's our job to protect those that cannot protect themselves and, and zero tolerance on all forms of abuse. Right. <clears throat> so what we did, you know, we had, I'm going to use this case for an example. We all know Chance. Chance is going to be the hero dog. And, yes. you know, see, so he won his category. Now he's up against the end today. We'll find out if he wins the national worldwide award, the hero dog. Uh, but I will tell you that there were two dogs that recently, there was a case where a couple out of state uh, drove through. They went to Walmart. The puppy, very beautiful little puppy, was barking a little bit, so they duct taped the mouth closed. They go into Walmart. They leave the windows up. Now, they made a very bad mistake. You know what that was? Beyond everything, they stopped in Lee County. I was going to say they were in Lee County. Okay. <laughs> because I don't care if they go to Egypt. We're going to track them down. We're going to hunt them down. They're going to jail. Our animal cruelty response unit, we have, a, we have detectives that, are, that all they do is animal cruelty. Any kind of alleged abuse or neglect, 24-7, they go out, wow. and we put people in jail for it. So it's a no-tolerance, zero-tolerance stance. And these two, not only did we put those two people in jail, but we took both dogs. And now both dogs, I'm proud to say that, you know, in the back of our office, in our, our records, you know, we have a, a huge dog pen. And now these dogs are headquarters doggies. They run around. Everyone is happy. You have to sign them out. And I, I guess it's like a month in advance now that they're just. They want a dog. Every, so dispatch, they get the dog for the day. Headquarters, you know, the command row, we get the dog for the day. Everybody signs the dog out and all the dog gets is love. It's yeah, amazing. all day long. So it went from being abused with its mouth taped shut to now being loved. And the two people went to jail and we took the dog. So I'm proud of that. That's great. Great. I'm glad the laws are getting stricter too. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think it's and, and how you mesh them into your agency and make them a part is is incredible. Pictures and just everybody. I mean, you what you do on social media and what you do to communicate with your community is unbelievable. I mean, I know your PIOs work real hard. I know several of them up there. Just fill us in a little bit about how that works. So, so, so many efficiently. so many times, you know, you look at the uh you look at the fake news, you know, we all know fake news, you know, and, uh, and I will tell you, there are certain establishments that do a really, really great job delivering what I call is a fair product. I only ask for fair. I mean, no one gets it right all the time, but I ask for fair. So I look at our PIO. We, we, as law enforcement, our community should always highlight the positive things. Unfortunately today, Sean, what gets the news, Tim? The news is going to be, you know, a shooting. Some, yeah, of course. It's always negativity or 99% of it is. So it's our job to highlight the millions of amazing interactions that we have every day that doesn't go on the news. So we highlight it. And I want to do that in a immediate, transparent way. And our PIO does an amazing job. I mean, we got people back there that have worked the road, worked the streets, worked narcotics, worked our busiest districts. And, and I'm proud of them. I mean, they deliver a product like I've never seen. And, uh, and, more and more, we have engaged at the highest level. And you do so much for the children, too. Everything outside of, you know, the, the regular day-to-day -day duties. I mean, you're, you're, we see you at night. You see you at weekends. I mean, you're just constantly doing things. With we've opened. Team or the, thank you, Sean. We've opened up satellite offices. Again, too many people get pulled over and they see the disco ball in their rearview mirror. 
And that's when they interact with law enforcement, a medical call, a disturbance. We have satellite stations all over the county now where people walk in, they see what services we deliver, which is very, very important. We have teen driving. We have autistic driving. We are teaching children how to go out there and drive. Let's face it, a car is a, it could be a deadly weapon. Okay, how many thousands of pounds? You're on the road, you're texting, God forbid, and driving. So we teach them what to do, what not to do, and how to survive in, you know, a crazy incident. If there's a rainstorm and you have to, you know, immediately break and go around to do an evasive maneuver, we, we teach them that. And it's important. But Jack threw that. Jack did that through the uh, Collier County Sheriff's Office. He loved it. Absolutely thought it was fantastic. Yeah, like you said, having those kids do those things. Kids are going to be kids. Yeah, They're going to yeah. make mistakes. So yeah. let's try to limit those mistakes. Let's educate them. And let's uh, let's all be safe on the roadway, you know? All right, Carmine. So let's go back to the basics for a second. Oh, me, uh, I knew he was going to bring it back. Give me kind of like your... <laughs> day in the life and how you fought crime over the years. What's a typical, typical day in the life of uh, Sheriff Marcino? I'll go with today. Today was an amazing day. I slept about three hours, <laughs> maybe three hours and 15 minutes to be exact. Uh, and I was at headquarters at 430 in the morning. Okay. Between 430 and 730, I get so much done. I really do. Uh, we had um, an affiliate, a uh, national affiliate come in and we did a, a whole big you know, basic interview on uh, the real-time crime center. Uh, we've, I mean, it's just, it's rocks and rolls. And again, it changes so fast. Uh, this county's huge. You know, we have 800,000 residents in climbing and season over a million three. Wow. Spring many, break, spring training. Of your agency, how many? We're just under 1,700. Wow. And I'll tell you, Tim, uh, and this is most important. I say there's no I in team, right? But I got to tell you, first of all, and I know we have spoken about this, our great governor, gives us all the tools to get things done. Our attorney general is amazing. General Moody, Moody does a great job, okay? But on the local county level, our county manager, Roger Desjardins, anything I need, I can call him 24-7, and he can do the same with me, does a great job. Our county commissioners, have it's the best team I've ever seen. It's never sheriff, uh, it's always sheriff, what do you need, and how do we get it done? Uh, so never anything but that. Amazing how if all the different agencies get along and interact and communicate, how smooth everything it's at every single level, and I'm not just saying this, at every level, Lee County government is working together. Our county commissioners have have been critical to my success. Our county manager, you know, our mayors, we all work together. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And when people work together as one team, great things get accomplished. Absolutely. Well, I know the 9-11 coming up this week, the 20 years, a lot of shows have been on. And one thing me and my wife were amazed at was when 9-11 happened in New York, how many of those agencies weren't, weren't talking to each other. It's just everybody had a different system. Nobody liked each and other. And remember, bad people, they communicate better than us, okay? Criminals have no boundaries. So the same criminal, he, don't, he doesn't stop on a Mockley Road and say, you know what, Wood's Edge Road, okay, that's the Collier Lee line. No, he's going to do what he wants to do. So the more we work together in sync as one team, okay, Sheriff Rambosk, Sheriff Pramel, you know, Sheriff Whitten, all of us together, that's the reason the 20th Circuit has the lowest crime rate in the entire state of Florida. It's because of people working together for the better cause. It's all about. Yeah, and you've always been a team player because, like I said, you, when you were working down here with me in Collier County, it was it was kind of fun, right? So it was great. So it was great. We had a great, and I, I would never go anywhere, and somebody would always say, "You know, uh, you know, Deputy Marcino, or you know, <laughs> you know, 
do you know him? And I said, uh, yeah, absolutely. I know him. I, so a couple so, times I so laughed. The funniest because, thing is, is when I worked, I worked set up here in North Naples on the days I wasn't working, they had a bumper sticker. It was magnetic. And it went on the back of the car and said, I know Carmine because everyone they pulled over said, I know Carmine. Well, <laughs> but you know, that's not easy for people. I mean, you can't take, you can't take that away from somebody to be out and, you know, approach people. I think you, when you worked in North Naples and you were working in cops and all that you, I mean, you worked in every different division yeah. and you, you, you did everything in law enforcement, but you had the ability and the flexibility to, to be shaking someone's hand in a, you know, one minute and then making an arrest the next and to be able to do that. And I think you even saved a couple whales that rolled up on the beach before too. Well, you know me, back to the animals, okay? Yeah, back, to the animals. back to the animals. And uh, I've had some real crazy calls up here. You know, I'm calling out a whole team of people because, you know, I got a, a whale that's on the beach. I got a manatee on the beach. I'm trying to give it water. You know, whatever I can do to save it, you know? Yeah. it's and, and it's called utility, right? You're like a utility person. And that's why I think you're so successful because, you know, originally when you get to, you know, got the move and nod to go up to Lee County under Mike Scott, friend of mine as well. You got that nod to, to go up there. I kind of knew you probably were going to be the sheriff someday, but that's like a huge, you know, a huge leap. And then just that utility and ability to do all the different things that's required of a sheriff. That's, it's incredible. I, I think most importantly, and Sean, you know, it's when you give your word, you have to keep your word. It. It's very important. And you can't, and Tim, you made many decisions as the chief, chief of department, you know, you know, you're going to make some decisions that are just not popular. Right. Okay. But you're not, when I first came in, you, you want to make everybody happy, right? You always want to make everybody happy, but in reality, you have to do what's right. What's best for the agency, what's best for the County sure. and the citizens. And some, some of your decisions are not going to be popular, but that's why you're in that position and you got to make them. And it's tough to do, you know, and, and, and I made them at a chief's level, which is, you know, one down from the sheriff. Yeah. But being that final decision maker, tell us a little bit about that as sheriff. Well, I remember sitting down with Mike Scott and he says, hey, are you ready for this? And I started to smile and I said, yeah, yeah. He goes, listen, your life's going to change. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm the only sheriff now. I mean, what is it really going to be like, you know? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, out of the gate, it was a boxing ring. You know, the first time ever you hear people, you know, it actually hurt my feelings in the very beginning. Now you're just like, okay, just, you know, there's 80% that are going to really think you're great. And 20%, if you walked on water, they say you can't swim. And, and the 20% are the ones that would actually have hurt my feelings. But now you say, you know, at the end of the day, I do what's right. I work hard. I give it all I have. And at the end of the day, if someone doesn't like it, that's okay. That's their opinion. And that's it. You keep moving forward. You don't let it affect what you do. Yeah, and then you, and you go back and we'll wrap it up here shortly. But you go back as, as far as being a hard worker. I don't know anybody who gets up at <clears> like 4.30 and works till 12.30 at night. I mean, that, that's incredible. What, what does your day look like? Give us a little rundown of your average. There's no such thing as an average day. No, how, does no. it, how does that look? Because even when you're done with your day, let's say today when I'm finished, right, I'm going to go home. On my way home, right now while we're talking, people are texting and calling. I can feel the phone going off, right? I'm going to drive home. I'm going to probably get a little something to eat. And then I'm going to start going back into emails and calls right. because everybody needs something, right? Right. So you, you just never stop. And at some point you just, when you get in those three hours of sleep, you're like, wow, I needed that because, you know, I was on empty. And then you go back for the next day and you're full force again. You know, you're never not running. You're running, 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 you know? Yeah. Well, you know, you got to take care of yourself. Enjoy. And I know, and I know you do, you have some hobbies, 
crank the music. Love my music. The music. Hey, give me the piano. Give me the karaoke. <laughs> yeah. You know, music Smoke is machine, life. Whatever they, whatever give me a little bit of Sean McGrail. I mean, oh. these are the things that I need. If I get Tangerette and Sean McGrail in one room, I'm happy. Look at this. And there's a TikTok video coming out that's going to be up. Oh, listen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, stand by. There's a TikTok video that's coming out. It's going to be off the reservation. Yeah, one thing I admire, too, is like you, you're able to just, you know, have a good time. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know your, your circle friends and your people, but everybody... Everybody in your profession is your family, so you've embraced that. So that's important, and it means a lot from people looking in. The same. I know Absolutely. Sean feels the same way. You know, yesterday, again, unfortunately, to go a little bit backwards, but I'm at that service, and I was standing at a particular point where the agency members were walking by, and I had the chance to greet almost every agency member, and there was there's probably 12, 1,400. I don't know the exact number, you know, but uh, it was very heartfelt for me because I see faces that I don't get to see every day. And I look at them and, you know, I'm walking down with the flag and it just, it tears you up. It really does. But I'm so proud. And with is the key word. I'm proud to work with the most amazing professionals. Uh, they work with me, not for me. That's it. And I do anything for them. They, they really have become my family and, and my life. And, and, you know, that's just, it's not going to change. And yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, and I'm sure they all feel that way too, because I know we do. So you're just a well, great, great guy. Well, Sheriff, we really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're you're busy. Um listen, before we wrap up, I think I need I need a little Sean McGrell on a TikTok video. Okay. Nothing big, Sean. MC Hammer. I don't know what it is, but just something where we can make it a little bit fun, you know. What what do we got for, door here? What do we got for you gotta see Tim Dan, Tim can dance with these crystals? I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> for the record, you should have seen him convince me to sit down and do this interview. I was like, I'm gonna not do it. You're doing it. You were going, you were walking. I said, No, 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 Sean. And I always let him get the out. I'm always like, Yeah, I, I don't want to push him. I'm, the no sheriff way. is like, Sean, you're sitting your butt down. Hey, you're it's not, do it's very rare that the three of us can get together. And you know what? It's rare that I get down here. And I gotta tell you, I'm so impressed, and I mean this. I'm so impressed. I always know that you guys have the ability to reach, I mean, countless people. But this is an amazing studio, and it's doing great things because we need Southwest Florida, but the world needs someone that can deliver some real, you know, real news, something that people can listen to and say, okay, look, it's, it's not politically rehearsed. It's really off the cuff. Kind it's of covering fun. The, the fun current events, exactly. and that's what you guys have captured here. So the 239 Uncensored is, is off the chart. I love it. Well, and I'm blessed to work with this guy every day. I mean, Tim's an amazing business partner to have and a great friend. Tim is razor sharp. Tim's very smart. Yeah, we have a good time. And the thing about it is, is we really, ultimately, we want to have fun. You know, I, I'm at the point really in my life, I want to, I don't want to stop working. I want to have fun. So this is like a good, if you love what you opportunity. do in life, you never work a day. Yeah, that's I right. agree. And that's important. And that was 30, 31 years. I still love law enforcement. Of course. Still there. Very good not to have to get in the, the second the grind. you don't love it, that's the day you got to change go. you and you got to go. Yeah. No, no, it's true. And, you know, right now I look at my agency and the talent. Oh, dude, and the talent is off the chart. Yeah. And, and we're really starting to groom that younger talent so that, you know, down the road, you know, down the road, those are the people that are going to run an agency. Those are the people. So we project to the future and look at that young talent. I mean, just amazing, amazing talent in the bullpen, man. It really is. Yeah, and and, and obviously, you know many of the members of the Collier County Sheriff's Office. Tommy Yor, you know, I, I, the list oh, go the list goes on Tom, and Tom on. Tom Orr was one of the best undercover set guys I've ever worked with. Tom Orr, that guy never stopped working. Anyway, he had intelligence from everywhere. The guy's a hard charger. He's an, and I'm going to tell you, 
And I tell him every time I see him, I said, Tom, when it comes to set work ethic, He's I said, you were the best I've ever seen, yeah. ever. Yeah, you, we just got some phenomenal young people getting involved in law enforcement when it's a tough time to get involved, right? You watch the media, you watch the news, but guess what? We have some true people. Think about talented. it right now. Would you guys be cautious to tell your son to be, or yeah. your daughter to yeah. be in law enforcement? It would worry you. Yeah. Okay. Locally, we have the support of our residents. That's a big deal. That's great. Absolutely. You know, people they're want not, to work here for that yeah, reason. They're not marching here. They're not doing, they're here because they want law and order. Okay. Unfortunately, that's foreign words today, right? Law and order. Right, right. Common sense isn't common. But we work together. We have an amazing place. You know, 904 people a day move to the state of Florida, not for sunshine and palm trees. Okay. It's also for the safety. When you have safety and security, people want to be here. Uh, and I got to tell you, both agencies, I know Collier's doing very well. We're doing very well. Sheriffs from around the, you know, around the state, we're talking. Our governor re recently put that $5,000 bonus, the sign bonus. Good for you know, he's supported law enforcement since day one. Oh, he, he has been, he's been outstanding. And, you know, the men and women that get into it, we still have some good ones. It was Mike Puka. I mean, the list goes on and you've got, you've got people, this, the same thing that are just up and comers and we've got to support them now. So, you know, this profession keeps excelling. You got to project at the future. Yeah, exactly. You got to look at the future and say, listen, you know, like Sheriff Scott, like, like all of us, like you, you retired as your chief. We all have a shelf life. And we got, and we do. Yeah, it's okay. a rough one, yeah, so, for me. Well, yeah, well, it could be. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, it's not always going to be a beautiful flight. Sometimes it's going to be some turbulence, all right? Right, But right, you're going right. to make it through. Yeah. So what we got to do is now look at that talent and help them and project for the future and promote them in places where we can later on, when it's our time to retire, you watch your legacy go on with the best people there is. Well, Sheriff, I'd like to thank you. It's been great. It's been amazing to have you down uh, here. I want to have you down here a lot more. I know you get tugged. And you know, I want all that stuff, off. but uh, come on down. If you bribe me with Sean McGrell, if Sean, I'm gonna be, he's, he's when the, he TikToks, I'm here. He's the, he's the big, okay. he's the big factor. He's the big factor. Yeah. Yeah. The kahuna is here, baby. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Two, yeah. It's been great. Two, three, nine uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida. And usually what I say is when we're done, we are out. So two, three, nine uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we are out. Just out. All right, good job, guys. Thank you. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production.